I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Turn up your volume. This is Unfuck Nation. All right, all right, all right. Welcome to this week's episode of Unfuck Nation. I am your host, Gary John Bishop, and as with every other week, bringing you the best in transatlantic accents. Often I'll welcome people to an episode as a new listener, because every week there's new listeners. We're getting more and more downloads every week. We're now in the many, many, many thousands of downloads every single week. So if you're new to me, you're new to my work, you'll notice I've kind of got two accents. I'm originally from Scotland, but I've lived here in the U.S. for 27 years now, or approaching 27 years. So that's a long time. Sometimes I get people sending me messages saying they're annoyed by the accent. And, you know, I've really just got some quiet words of wisdom for you. Grow the fuck up, all right? So anyway, that's how it goes. I talk the way I talk. I want to welcome the new people this week. I want to talk about a subject that that I often get quizzed about, right? And I've been doing quite a lot of Instagram lives. So if you're not following me on Instagram, you should do that, Gary John Bishop. But also on Facebook. I've been doing lives on Facebook. And in the format of the lives, what I like to do is take live questions from people. So I like people that are tuning in to ask me any manner of questions. And I'll do whatever I can to kind of unpack that and give people some insight. But there's a recurring theme to the questions when I'm doing those lives. And even, by the way, when I get questions from the nation, there's this recurring theme. What's the recurring theme, Gary? People are using terms and categories to describe either other people or their situation that will only further complicate what they're dealing with, okay? And I'm going to explain to you in a moment why this is critical. And I want you to get this to your fucking bones. Critical, okay? So... The most common one that I get is narcissist. People saying, what do you do when you're in a relationship with a narcissist? And I say, the first thing you do is stop calling them a narcissist. And they get all fucking defensive. And one of the reasons why people get defensive about that is because they feel as if somehow I am trying to downplay what they're dealing with. 
which couldn't be further from the truth, actually. I want to get to the heart of what they're dealing with. I just don't want it to unnecessarily escalate something, okay? So I don't use the word narcissist to describe somebody. I'd much rather talk about what they're doing and not doing. So what is this person doing? Because when you tell me somebody's a narcissist, you're basically telling me fucking nothing. You're telling me nothing. I don't know a thing. I don't know a thing about this person or what they're doing. And if somebody was to describe you as a narcissist, it would be the same. I don't know a fucking thing about you or what you're doing. But if you were to tell me what are the actions, what is this person doing in the life that doesn't work for you? What are they not doing in the life that doesn't work for you? Now I've got a sense of what the fuck you're talking about. But all too often, and I'm using the word narcissist right now, but I could be talking about a whole host of other things. That word and words like it are actually used in arguments between people, right? It's like a put down. It's a, a term that's intended to, oh, you're just a fucking narcissist. You know, you get the picture. So I don't use psychological terms and I tend to steer away from anything that categorizes a person because I'm, Again, it doesn't give me anything. I don't know shit. But here's what I do notice too, that when I stop using psychological terms to describe people, when I stop using categories to describe people, it becomes increasingly challenging to dehumanize them. Like I have to actually deal with the reality of that that person is. So that's why sometimes people say to me, I was in a relationship with this person and they were fucking evil. I'm like, well, that doesn't tell me anything. But do they have horns? Like, what's, what's the deal? It doesn't tell me anything. Right? I was dealing with somebody who's a bully. Tell me what they did. Or I'm dealing with somebody who's an abuser. Tell me what they did. Tell me what they did. I need to know what they did. And I need to know what about all of that you're just not going to deal with anymore or you're saying it's too much or it's just, that's all fine. But it'll actually give you power because you'll be dealing with specifics instead of categories and terms that tend to just dramatize shit. Listen, I know people will disagree with me here. I don't fucking care. I don't care. My experience with people, my experience in coaching people through difficult, challenging, overwhelming, painful times in their lives is fucking second to none. And I say that with not an ounce of ego. I've given my fucking life to this, to making a difference with people and in what people are actually dealing with. I'm not talking about the kind of pent up, you know, resentful emotion of, you know, years and years and years of unspoken anger and frustration. What are you actually dealing with? And that's where you get to the heart of things with human beings. So I fully encourage people to resist the urge to use those terms, resist the urge to dramatize, resist the urge to dehumanize and categorize other human beings. I know there's a lot of people use those terms and they have a very good intention by using those terms. But in my experience of it all, like a lot of things in life, it eventually just gets weaponized. And unfortunately, that's what we do with a lot of our language. Now, 
It's a lot more challenging to weaponize something when you say, well, it seems to me you only ever think about yourself. That's a lot more challenging to weaponize that than to say you're a psychotic narcissist. Okay. I know which one will raise your fucking blood pressure. I know which one will spike your cortisol. I know which one will put you in survival mode. I know which one will give you no power. I'll go back to the narcissist thing. If you're in a relationship with somebody who their behavior in that relationship is only ever centered around their self-gratification, that they're mostly only ever concerned with their own happiness and what they're doing. And by that, I mean in a way that there's a cost or an impact to yours. Then I think you have genuine grounds for concern about the viability of that relationship. I kind of go two ways with the whole relationship thing. I think people are too quick to quit relationships, way too quick, especially marriages. By, when I say that, I also don't mean like a marriage should be a big fucking almighty struggle too. But I don't think people do the right kind of work in the relationships. I think they do all the wrong work. And that's why the success rate of that work is not fucking good. I think expectations weigh heavily in relationships. And in fact, I was just having a conversation with somebody about expectations because I think there's a large number of people, certainly in my experience, which uh, is not insignificant when it comes to this stuff. I think in my experience, people don't really realize how subversive their own expectations are. See, your expectations don't live for you they don't exist for you in your head like some kind of statement or a checklist. And I talked about this in Unfuck Yourself. You don't go around saying, I expect this and I expect that and I expect this. Your expectations are more like, like an image in your head of how things were supposed to be. It's more like a set of ideas that you didn't even really have any sense of putting them together. But for the most part, you have a picture in mind for just about everything in your life where the reality of your life isn't quite matching up to the picture. That's where you get fucked up. Then you blame the reality. Then you think it's all the reality's fault because, you know, this idealistic view of how things are supposed to be can get you fucked up. And I've heard people say, well, shouldn't I have expectations? And I say, no, you should have none. You should have no expectations. People say, well, you know, if I start a business, shouldn't I expect it to be successful? And I say, no, you should be committed to that outcome with no expectation. How do I do that? I realize the degree to which I'm emotionally attached. Because very often in life, the reality you'll be getting presented with doesn't match that expectation. But you'll have no power to deal with the reality. You'll be too busy trying to get it to match up to that fucking image you had in your head. And that's the same in your relationships. 
And it's the same in your family. Like, your dad's not the way you think he should be. That's an expectation. For those of you that say, well, I've tried to do this with my family, or I've tried this method with my partner, or I've tried this thing or that thing. I know, but even in your effort, attached to that was some expectation of how you thought this would go if you did this thing or that thing. Some of you apologize to people or take responsibility for a situation, but there's a hidden expectation that this is supposed to go a certain way after I do this. All I said, I was sorry, and you're still being an asshole with me. That's right, because in the back of your mind, you thought that they would let that go. Well, some of them haven't. That's right. That's part of the deal. So categories and terms and all of that shit just anesthetizes you and diminishes your power. You want to really look in life, look in the areas of life that don't work for you and get specific. What about that doesn't work? Be specific. That's where you can actually get to work or even determine whether you want to participate in this thing anymore. Because that's the other thing that people often do is they'll often stay in an unworkable relationship for far too fucking long. So you've got people that are just too quick and people that stay far too fucking long. And for me, the litmus test, the part where you can really test is you say to yourself, this doesn't work, number one. Number two, am I willing to change myself to the degree that this could work? And if the answer to that question is no, then you're done. And if the answer to that question is yes, there's another part to it. And the other part of the question is that if I do change and I'm willing to take on that change, Am I willing to do so in a way that I own the changes, that I'm making the changes here and I'm not doing them just to save this relationship because that'll get you fucked up too? So real power in life, you can take what I'm about to say to the fucking bank. Real power in life can be measured by the degree to which you are fundamentally related to reality. Reality. Where you have less and less and less power is when you're fundamentally related to drama. Where you have no say. You have no say in drama, by the way. You have say in reality. You have no say in drama. And your way to handle all of that is to get the drama out of your own fucking life. Out of your own speaking. But, you know, that's challenging because it's often in your work relationships, your family relationships, your love relationships, your friendships, we're used to using dramatic terms to win or fight or case. But, you know, when you're at that point of sorting out your argument in your head before you have a conversation, I think you've already got a fucking problem. You're already a little deep down the fucking rabbit hole. The closer you can get to reality, what about your situation doesn't work, specifically doesn't work, 
And then that's when you're kind of at the point where you're either going to elicit real change or you're going to just change the situation. Like you're going to switch gears and go in another direction. Life change is rarely painless. We've talked about this on other episodes. It's rarely painless. But I'll tell you this. It's the right kind of fucking pain. It's the right kind of pain. It's the right kind of discomfort. It's the right kind of uncertainty. It's the right kind of kind of floating in the wind a little too easily. Like you want things to settle down. I mean, all there is is uncertainty in this fucking life anyway. Everything else is just an illusion. It's just a fucking illusion. All right. So I'd like you to think a little more in terms of reality. I'd like you to get grounded in reality. So I know some of you, and I get these messages from you guys about You've always wanted to move somewhere, a specific place in mind. Get related to reality. Stop talking about the drama and the story as to why you can't make that change. You've already been over that a thousand times in your fucking head. It's time to start dealing with the steps, the actions, the things you'll now have to do. But it's the same in your relationship. You talk a good game, but are you walking the walk? Or with that hidden expectation in your mind, are you walking the walk looking to see if they'll change? Which may or may not happen. But if you're getting fucked up about that, then that's all you. That's all that give to get stuff that I've talked about in the past. You'll do certain things, but there's really something there that you're out to get that you're not admitting to. And you might not even be admitting it to yourself. Your reality, my friends, is simple. It's simple to explain. It's a relatively straightforward logic that gets complicated by your insistence on heightening things, of collapsing one thing with another thing, instead of looking at the items of your life individually and powerfully dealing with them from there. And people say, but yeah, but if I make that decision over there, that'll impact this thing over there. That's right. Handle the first thing. Now go back and look at this thing and handle that. Simplicity is key. That's why I don't use terminology like many of you use. It's why I don't use categories like many of you use. Simplicity is everything. So rather than saying, my boss is a la, 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 what is it your boss does or doesn't do? Deal with it from there. My partner is a, what is it they do or don't do? Well, I'm a, what do you do or not do? Keep it simple, folks. All right, we're going to be taking a little break. After this break, we're going to take our question from the nation this week. As usual, if you're interested in having your question answered here on The Nation, you can text or call me on the hotline, 646-450-3203, 646-450-3203. You can email me, connect at garyjohnbishop.com, or you can go to the website, unfucknation.com. 
you know, send me your questions or comments. Or And by the way, a lot of you have been sending me stuff recently just to thank and acknowledge the nation and yours truly for the results that you've been producing in your life. That's brilliant. I love hearing from you guys when you're producing results. I really do. And often I'll share them with the team. You know, I'll let them see what the people out there are producing in their lives because ultimately that's what this is all about. All right, we're going to be back in a moment. Hang in there. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. This is the part of the show where we take a question from the nation. But before I get into the question, this is just a little reminder, of course, because I'm sitting here in my Unfuck Nation t-shirt, the one with a white circle and the yellow lightning bolt going through it. And yeah, I do wear these t-shirts because they're very good quality. I actually really enjoy wearing my shirt. I don't wear it when I go out in public in case people think I'm just, you know, shamelessly promoting myself. But I do wear it around the house. But anyway, you can get yours at theunfuckstore.com. There's t-shirts, there's sweatshirts. There's a host of other stuff coming out towards the end of the year. But you'll already see there's a bunch of stuff there that we are out of. Okay, so it's been quite the journey, not only watching those things flying off the shelves, but getting pictures from people that are wearing there. So if you do buy one, please be sure to send me a snap of you wearing your favorite Unfuck Nation t-shirt in a place of your choice. All right, so let's get to this week's question. The question this week, you guys, actually came in the form of a voicemail to the hotline. And the person did not leave their name. But I wanted to take this question on because I think it applies to an awful lot of people. So the question is, hey, Gary, I bought your book, and I listened to Unfuck Nation, and then I started making changes and doing some work and begin the work. But since I started this journey of change and a new way of thinking, I have a certain feeling of overwhelm with the amount of stuff that I need to work on or change. It seems like there's a lot. All right, now, This person goes on to leave a few other things in their voicemail, but that's the part that I really wanted to get to. And I think this is the part that will really nail it for that member of the nation who did not leave their name, but okay, it's fine. All right, so you got to think of it like this. Many of you are in your 20s or 30s or 40s or 50s, right? I mean, you're somewhere in there, not many of you. All of you are somewhere in there in some fucking decade or other, okay? And some of you, when you, Go through this process of starting to look at your life and getting your life on track. Some of you are dealing with like 20, 30, 40, 50 years of having lived your life in a very distinct way. 
And then somebody like me comes along and proposes something else that will not only work, but will allow you to elevate your experience of your life, your experience of yourself, your sense of personal power, your ability to produce real and lasting change in your life. But you might begin to confront this and just think, fuck, there's so much. And I want you to know that's common. So you might be looking at your body, your finances, your love life, your old relationships, your family life, what you're doing with your career or your passions. You might just be looking around you, where you live, how you're living, and just be thinking, this is a fucking mountain. Where do I start? The answer is fucking simple. You start with the first thing. So I'm going to offer you something here. And this is for everybody to really tune into. Anytime you engage with real life change, like significant life change, your subconscious drive to have life be predictable is all-consuming and all-powerful. You will be presented with reasons why you should back away from that change. And it'll be compelling reasons that won't be you know, fantasies, they'll be compelling. Like, you know, somebody will get sick or you'll get sick or you'll get fired or you'll run out of money or like there'll be an element that'll come up in your life or elements that'll come up in your life that'll make it seem like it'll be a better idea for you to pause this, stop this, set it aside. And it'll be real. It'll be a real thing in your life. Here's the deal. You got to ignore that thing. You got to fucking ignore that thing. You cannot allow that thing to dominate your life. And in your case, by the way, it's that there's a lot of items. So what? So what? What a massive victory. If you've lived your life in a very kind of distinct way for a number of years, and you change one fucking thing in that life, what a victory. What a fucking triumph. I want you to know people don't produce those triumphs. I don't care if it's one thing, two things, 80 things. With each item that you transform, that you bring significant change to, you will experience a growing sense of self, the kind of human being that can elicit massive change in their life. And ultimately, that's what I want you to get. I'm not here to try and give you fucking methods or seven steps to this or two steps to that or a fucking life hack or any of that shit. All I want people to ultimately get is that they have this tremendous power to exert change in their life. And I mean radical change. I don't just mean like, you know, I've switched from coffee to fucking tea. I mean like, no kidding. Like people meet you three years later and they're like, who the fuck are you? That's the kind of change I'm talking about. And I want you to know it's available. Now, that doesn't diminish or dilute some of the smaller results that you might produce in your life. But I'm telling you, the whole point of those smaller results is for you to get that growing sense of yourself, that those kinds of results are available to you. I mean, look, I hear it all the time. People say, yeah, I want to change my life, but what about things that are out with my control? What about them? What about them? Respond accordingly. Take the fucking power back. It's amazing to me, and it never ceases to amaze me, 
when I present an idea, people immediately present the notion or their sense of why it won't work for them. But if you actually just adopted the idea, you would work your way through the thing that you think is unworkable. So whether you're faced with one thing or a mountain of things, you can only ever deal with them one item at a time. And you can be rest assured in the knowledge that, yeah, like every fucking step is a step further in revealing your future self, which I got into at the, the last couple of chapters and stop doing that shit. I talk about revealing the you that you are not yet. Revealing the you that right now you're not that you. But with every victory, you're revealing that you a little more and a little more and a little more. You're not aiming for something. You're uncovering something. You're uncovering the you that you've always wanted to be. And listen, for the person that made the call, I am fucking proud of you. I am proud of you for looking at yourself, for looking at your life and realizing that you can make change. And I get that you might seem a little overwhelmed and that's okay. Like I've said before with other things, this is the right kind of overwhelm. If you're going to get stressed about shit, get stressed about this shit. Get stressed about the right stuff. Not whether your fucking ass is too big or whether your fucking car's too old. Get stressed about the right shit. About your fucking joy and your satisfaction and your fulfillment and your passions and your purpose. And get fucking overwhelmed by that. That's good shit. All right, you guys, that's going to be it for this week. Have a great one. Thank you for being a member of the nation. And I'll see you on the flip side. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.